state championship week in South Carolina with the games beginning on Thursday over at South Carolina State University and running through the weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so there's no better way to get you ready for what's coming up than by listening to David Shelton of the High School Sports Report and the Charleston Post and Courier Best in the Business is what we like to call him. And David joins us now here on Sports Talk. Hello, David. How are you? I'm good, Phil. I'm, you know, there's only there's a very small group of people that I will withhold dinner oh, to speak with. Oh, and, wow. And, and, you're, and, you're, and you're one of them, so you should feel gracious. <laughs> I love I, hangry, David. <laughs> I, I bow to your greatness, and I appreciate your patience. You'll be happy to know that you, you were know, bumped by a gentleman from the South Carolina Beef Council talking all about hamburgers and steaks, so you should appreciate that. Well, yeah, I'm sure good, that'll make you I'm feel less to, hungry. Right. That's totally going to help. Go grab, I'm about to go grab some brisket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right up your alley. All right, before yes, we uh, deny you your, uh, your nourishment and everything else, let's talk about the championship of the charter schools of South Carolina. Uh, Gray Collegiate and Oceanside are uh, going to meet in the uh, – two-way championship but there'll be a lot of people of course taking pot shots at this matchup but from a football standpoint on the field everything else forgotten about uh, this is good we we talk so much about gray but oceanside is of the same ilk in terms of the same type of school uh and they've had some quality players come through there in recent years big lineman who went to georgia just what last year so um how's this matchup on paper you think you know, I think it's a pretty good one. I, I you know, it's, it's funny. I, I've seen it called the Charter Bowl, hmm. and I and I saw someone tweet out a high school coach who I won't say who it was, but he was calling it that. I hope both teams lose bowl. <laughs> so, so there is going to be a winner, um, and and it's going to be a very competitive game. You know, I, I think Grace probably the favorite. Um. But uh, but Oceanside is 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 pretty good, you know. They don't have the. I mean, they do have one really good defensive lineman, Ben Britton, who's going to go play at Army. Um, but they got a lot of underclassmen, and they've been through a lot of injuries. They lost their starting quarterback in the last game of the regular season, and they're now playing a freshman quarterback. But he's been pretty darn good. He's thrown eight touchdown passes in in four games. Um, going to be a really good player um but they've had a lot of injuries they've lost two offensive linemen they lost their leading rusher they lost their quarterback but they're still finding ways to win now i I don't know if you know they're going to have to find another way to win because gray is is uh really good on defense um i mean i was looking at their stats they've got like 60 something tackles for loss 30 something sacks and 20 interceptions so uh their defense and and I did talk to Chad Wilkes today at Oceanside, and he said their defensive line is really really good. And you got to remember, uh, Oceanside's two losses were to Sumter and South Lawrence. And uh, he said Gray's defensive front is is as good as or better than both of those teams. Mm. What makes Gray <laughs> defensively so so stout? Is it athletes? I know like. The Bullwear kid transferred over from Spring Valley. He's got great uh, football genes and is probably a really good athlete. He's a young kid. But is it is it more of that or is it more of the scheme and the coaching they have over there? 
I think it's a lot of of, of both. Um, they do have really good players. Um, you know, Bulware's got about 150 tackles, and Ooh. the other linebacker, Kane Williams, has got about 140. And together, they have like 20 tackles per loss. So their linebackers are really, really active and uh, create a lot of uh, problems with the pass rush and, you know, tackles for loss and things like that. But they're really good on the defensive front. Um, and, you know, they're, they're really pretty balanced on offense. You know, they got a quarterback, Tyler Waller, thrown for about 1,500 yards. And then they got a running back, B.J. Montgomery, that's rushed for about 1,200. Um, he's got 15 touchdowns. They got Caleb Ford. He's got 13 touchdowns on the ground. And Zay Offord and Jamarius Lockett are two really good receivers. So, you know, Zay, Zay is uh, Willie Offord's son, and he's going to South Carolina State. So, uh, yeah, they, they got players. Uh, both teams have players. I think that there's more youth on Oceanside side of the field. They've got players who are going to be probably pretty good prospects. But I'll be honest with you, and I told Chad this today, I, I saw Oceanside play Wade Hampton, and there wasn't a hair's difference between those two schools. Uh, you know, for, every, for all the talk about Oceanside recruits and all that, well, uh, Hampton County had some studs. Mm-hmm. And so, so it wasn't a – I mean, it was 42-21, to 21, but, but it took a 28.6-minute third quarter to get to that point, it was twenty-one fourteen Hampton County. So, I don't think uh, I don't think Oceanside could afford to fall behind very much to Gray because I think Gray is more capable offensively of, of kind of putting their foot on the throat and, and burying them. So, if if Oceanside can can keep it reasonably close going into the fourth quarter, they are a pretty good finishing team. They do find ways to. To finish games, they're very aggressive and and they fight really hard. But uh, you know, I think overall, when you match the two rosters up, the more talent on Gray's side. If Oceanside is going to pull off the upset, and I get the feeling that you would favor Gray here when you make your pick here in a moment. If they're going to pull off the upset, besides getting help from Gray, like turnovers or penalties at the wrong time, what things do they have to do to make it happen? Well, they they like to throw the ball, and they've got uh, you know two or three receivers, uh, Will Brazilio and, and C.J. Moskis and um, Gavin Gaspar. They they they're pretty good. Uh, they they throw the ball. This little freshman quarterback, you know, if he doesn't get rattled by the nerves of the game, I, I think he can. They can have some success through the air. So I think if they do that, you know, I think. In my mind, I think they've got to get to 28 points. Um, I think Gray is going to get to 28 somehow. So I think if they can throw, have success throwing the ball, which, you know, there are some matchups there that they like. Um, and if the quarterback is doesn't play like a freshman, you know, in a state championship game, that's that's a big ask. But, um, but I think if they have success throwing the ball, they're going to keep themselves in the game. All right. Well, it's time. We do this on Friday nights on the high school scoreboard. For those of you who are with us, which is a lot of you, this time of the year, it's one of the most popular segments of the high school football season in South Carolina. It's called Shelton Says. Pretty simple <laughs> name for a pretty simple man. So right. who you got, who you like, Shelton Says, Oceanside Collegiate or Gray Collegiate? 
Well, I, I, I think you did pick up on I, I, I think Oceanside has a, a puncher's chance, but I think Gray is going to win the game. Um, and, again, it, it could go if – it, if it's a fourth-quarter game, you know, Oceanside's got a shot. But I, I just feel like, you know, Gray has so many weapons, and, you know, they can throw it, they can run it. They got good athletes on the perimeter. They got really good linebackers, and and you know the quarterback. He's not, uh, you know, what I would call a major college prospect, but he's very efficient and and does what he has to do. And I I just think uh, I think their schedule, even though Oceanside did play South Florence and Sumter, that was early in the season, and they rolled through their region. And <laughs> I would say that Gray rolled through their region, but nobody would play him. So. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> You know they're 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 going to be the team uh, favored going in, and I and I, I would say, you know, I would guess a, a thirty-one twenty-four type game. Speaking of next year, which you weren't, but I will. With Gray, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know where you were going there. Yeah, with Gray in particular, I guess getting bumped up to a new classification. Do you think the teams in their region will play them, whoever they happen to be? Yeah, you know, I've, I've talked to some people, and I, I think they may end up in 4A. Um, so I, I would think, you know, again, as we talked about when all this went down, there are going to be teams, a lot of teams going up, but somebody's got to come down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there, there may be some 5A lower-end schools that, that will drop down to 4A. I don't think you're going to see uh, the forfeit thing going on. Um, I, I, you know, I, I kind of ask around locally, you know, did anybody consider not playing Oceanside? And they were like, no, mm-hmm. you know, it's our region. We got to play them. Um, so I, I don't think that's going to be the case next year. I think Gray will – they'll probably – I guess they're still going to play IMG. So they'll have some non-region games. But, yeah, I think people will, will play them in 4A. Okay, David, thank you, my friend. I'll let you go to that brisket now, and uh, tomorrow night, after you finish off your brisket and all that kind of stuff, let's see, tomorrow night, we will talk about the 1A championship game. So we look forward to that, and enjoy your meal, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Thank you. At a time to be determined. Always floating times. Tomorrow night, Christchurch and Johnsonville. Christchurch and Johnsonville. We'll talk about that, the 1A championship uh, tomorrow night. Okay. You know, the break. Quick question about that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how the teams in Gray's region that did not want to play them feel now. Did you make your point? Gray's playing for a state championship. You guys sitting at home. Yeah. Did, do you feel like you made a point? I mean, do you feel like you're the reason that they've added the yeah, multiplier? I think they are. I think they probably feel like they, they got what they were looking for. Yeah, and if so, okay, yeah. then it worked. I would but, say yeah. that'd be my. Otherwise, guess. Yeah. I mean, are, are, do you feel better about yourselves because you didn't allow your kids to play them? Yeah, can't can't don't know how they're feeling, but I think as a group, they probably think they got their point across, and that was mm-hmm. the only way they could do it. Thirty-one twenty-eight USC leading Notre Dame. Twenty-nine seconds to go in the opening half. Michi Johnson has been on fire. Fifteen points. He had nothing just a few minutes ago. He's got fifteen now. Be back with recruiting in a moment. 